1: Welcome back, everyone, to the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. All right, everyone, it's the Really Real Real Estate Podcast. Today's topic, National Worship of Tools Day. Not Tuesday, Tools Day. Today is National Worship of Tools Day. Stop what you're doing. Locate your nearest tools and take today to spend some quality time with those favorite tools. Since today is National Worship of Tools Day, we thought it would be appropriate to talk about what repairs, renovations, slash renovations a seller should consider making prior to listing their home on the market and which repairs slash renovations they should stay away from. Okay, not to be confused with any tools, here is your host,
0: Jason Wilcox. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, here's the biggest tool of them all. (laughs) It's, uh, It's Jason the tool man. Yeah. Or Jason, the tool Taylor, or no, Jason, the tool Wilcox and Tim, the tool man, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) I joke all the time. It's funny that you bring that show up because when people ask me as a realtor, they're like, what do you know about like home remodeling and home repair and fixing up parts of the house? I was like, have you ever seen home improvement? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, I've seen every episode of home improvement. That's about the extent. That's that's your knowledge, Um, huh? Yeah. That's my knowledge of what to and what not to do (laughs) when it comes to home repair. How about you, Lou? Are you handy?
1: um it just depends on what it is i have a you know few things i can you know i can seem i can seem to do but not, not like my dad you know his generation they were like you know what are you calling him for you just pick that yourself you know and i'm like you know
0: <laughs> i could say i could save money doing it on my own why would you pay a professional to do it i, I could do it myself
1: i know i know i know so
0: you know my same my same uncle god rest his soul was the one that burned popcorn <laughs> and wait for it the story's not over he was a fireman <laughs> oh no <laughs> for Cannonsburg <laughs> oh geez so yeah that's why I always err on the safe side and just hire someone to do it because I know it's done the right way because the last thing you want me doing is messing with your plumbing or electrical or anything else that involves home repair now if you need me to bake cookies I'm your man I am absolutely your man you're, so you're good in the kitchen I'm great in the kitchen Yeah, yeah. Good in the bedroom, great in the kitchen. I think that's the perfect recipe for my friend.
1: (laughs) <laughs> for that, uh, you know, information there.
0: <laughs> so being being good in the bedroom and great in the kitchen, I think, is a perfect segue for what we're talking about today. <laughs> so as Lou mentioned in, in the intro, yeah, today we're talking, because actually this is something, Lou, you and I, I think, have discussed maybe on air, but definitely off air. You know, we've talked about doing a show where we just kind of talk about you know, what What as a seller should I be doing to get my home ready for the market? What shouldn't I be doing? I get a lot of questions from sellers of like, okay, I'm about ready to put the, the house on the market. You know, I, I get the staging perspective behind it. But as far as repairs and renovations, what should I be doing? And uh, that's what we're going to get into today. We're just going to kind of dive right into it, kind of what my thoughts and feelings are. Other realtors may have other feelings about it, but this is just how I feel. And you know, so far so good. It's, it's worked out well for my clients up to this point. So I'm going to stick with it.
1: (laughs) You might have, you might have a different opinion, but you're clearly wrong. Right. Exactly.
0: I had a band director in high school. who used to always tell us that we were entitled to our wrong opinion. (laughs) 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 So, yep. So shall we
1: dive into this? Let's do some diving. Yes. A little bit of diving here. So, um, what, should we consider doing then if we're going to this, you know, cause like you know, that, it is a question, you know, how
0: far do you go with it? Yep, exactly. So here's what I kind of tell my clients. My goal when you go to list your house on the market is to try to keep any and all repairs, renovations, updates, changes, etc. cetera. I try to keep you under a thousand dollars. Now, that's not always going to be the case, um, and we'll talk about a little bit about that towards the end. Really, See, so, so you, you totally
1: just blew my mind because I never would have. I have thought it'd be like way, like you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of work. But okay, yeah,
0: yeah, no, no, and 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 that's what we're going to get to here shortly. Yeah, I, here's what I tell people: I try to keep any and all repairs under a thousand dollars. Okay, for this simple reason. If there are certain little things that need to be addressed, do it. Take care of the small stuff. We've already talked about some of the staging stuff as far as like, you know, painting neutral colors, getting the carpets shampooed, decluttering, depersonalizing, all of that. But when it comes from the repairs, I'm not going to recommend that you make any major life-altering changes. What I'm going to recommend is are there little things that you can do to showcase your house in a good light. Okay. Um, what I'm thinking is, you know, are all of your light bulbs changed out because there's two things that drive me nuts. And this is what it's going to say on my tombstone. When I die. <laughs> Okay. Number one, your light bulbs need to be working. And number two, they need to all be the same color. Like one, the number one thing that drives me nuts is burnt out light bulbs. So change them so they're all working, especially this time of year when we're still in that winter spring time where it's still getting dark out kind of early. Change your light bulbs so that when I go on, I don't have this five light bulb chandelier in the dining room and one light bulb works. Isn't that attractive?
1: Isn't that so attractive when people Ex-
0: look, flip that light on and see the one little ball. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So it's like a real light bulb. It's like one of those nightlight light bulbs, which is even <laughs> worse. So please make sure all your light bulbs are working and please make sure that they're all the same color. Cause second to no light is if I've got like one white light, one incandescent light, one fluorescent light, one neon light. And all of a sudden I'm like in this like, 70s rave where i should be on like acid and lsd so (laughs) it's stuff like that not just light bulbs but the idea is it's it's the little things you know are you missing are you missing plates on your electrical outlets um you know are you missing um outlet covers um you know do you have you know a door that is you know when you swing it open there's no door stop so it's punching a a, smi- a minor dent into the wall maybe patching that up spackling that up repainting the wall getting a door stop put in it's those little things do you have you know floorboards that are loose you know maybe going out to the deck or you know stairs up the side of the house or something like that what are the little things do you have a a handrail that needs to be tightened up maybe some some wood that needs to be replaced um, on the on the fencing. It's those little kinds of things that are going to make all the difference in the world. And I'll tell you why. Because the flip side is, oh my goodness, they've got missing electrical outlet covers. Lou, I can tell you this much. Going back to me, um, not having any other experience other than seeing every episode of Home Improvement. I had to do that for a client once. An electrician came in and did all the electrical work in the kitchen, and he goes, oh, by the way, he goes, I brought all the GFIs out. He goes, but I forgot to bring a plate cover for one because we ended up not using it, so I just capped it off. Well, this was for an appraisal, and I knew you weren't going to have an open junction box. He said, all you need to do, go to Home Depot, get a plate cover, screw it in, you're good to go. I went to Home Depot, and I bought the plate and I screwed it in all by myself. I felt like a man for like three days because I went to Home Depot I, I didn't have to ask for help i bought what i needed and i installed it i felt like i even got to carry my toolbox boy did i feel like a man but the flip side is if you can't do that what else haven't you taken care of like if you couldn't take an afternoon to go to home depot and then take 30 seconds to screw that plate in what what, what else haven't you taken care of what bigger projects have you not gone to so you want to do it Once it's done, but two, because you don't want to give the idea to your potential buyers that you just don't care about your house. So (laughs) my recommendation now, the things that I'm mentioning to you are not an exhaustive list by any means. Um, these are just a few things. What I normally do, uh, if you go back to one of our earlier episodes, I talk about kind of the three meeting listing process that I have with most of my sellers. So the first meeting that I do is just to walk through to tour the house. These are the kinds of things I'm going to recommend. To you as we tour through the house. okay so
1: you're gonna bring it up as you're going through hey you might want to take care of that and right you know let's take it, this to this now you but you don't consider painting as part of improve, improvement i i i do
0: we just beaten that dead horse so i i feel like it was one of those <laughs> ones where it's like I, it's kind of like getting pre-approved i'll mention it but do i really have to mention it you know because we have said so many times if you have a neon green you know, bedroom, please paint that. And actually, I just had that text come in a couple of weeks ago. I had, I have a listing coming up in a couple, actually, I had a listing coming that came on the market a couple of weeks ago by the time this episode drops um and that actually happened they had one room that was designed for for one of their daughters you know it was like pink and purple and all that and it needed painted anyways i said hey man if you're going to paint it it's not going to be her room for much longer you know i would go a neutral color something to match the carpet and um he's very handy um so he did it himself he texted me later that day he goes dude you were so Right? He's like this room already looks 10 times better so yeah i do definitely consider painting in that repairs and renovations i just think this episode people are thinking more repairs and renovations they're thinking like you know redoing the bathroom you know, redoing the kitchen that kind of stuff so yeah so everything that i mentioned is not a not a an exhaustive list oh i found another one that i remember i was at a house once where the um where the the the, the outside light the The porch light was like half hanging off from the siding, so you know that kind of stuff you know, make sure that you're you know and, and that that was actually the same house where the front porch light was hanging half off, and then the lamppost in the middle of the yard was like at like a forty five degree angle mm. so those kinds of things are the kinds of things that you wanna that you wanna fix, so gotcha. but again, either stuff that you can do on your own or if you do need help and you need to hire like a handyman or a contractor or something, it shouldn't put you out too much money to take care of those half a dozen to a dozen little things.
1: Okay. Gotcha.
0: Okay. So then what shouldn't you do? What you shouldn't do is do any major repairs. What I mean by this studies and history have shown that dollar for dollar, you are not going to get your money back for major repairs. What do I mean? Bathroom remodels kitchen remodels um those are probably the two big ones you know knocking out walls to try to change the floor plan those kinds of things stay away from the big projects because what we have found is dollar for dollar you're not going to get out what you put into it and so it becomes let's do some basic math would you rather ask 150 for a house or put into it, ask for 170 and only get 160. I think the math is pretty simple. If you get just 150 for your house instead of 160, but you put $20,000 into it, you're going to come out on top. So just adjust the price based on what the bigger things needed are. Stay away from the major remodeling. Now, as a side note, that's not going to, when I talk about major projects, I should be very clear when I'm talking when I say I'm talking about the sexy stuff. I'm talking about the granite countertops. I'm talking about the stainless steel appliances. I'm talking about the brand new, re, you know, remodeled bathroom. Um if you're going to sell your house and your roof is 45 years old, you may have to suck it up and put it up put it up on a uh put up on a new roof. That is not to me, how do I say this? It's a major repair, but it's also a neces and a necessity to have a functioning house, like buyers, just expect that you're doing stuff to your house to keep the elements out. You can have a 60 year old bathroom, but still have a house that keeps out water and the elements in the rain. Does that make sense, Lou? Yes. Does that, like it's it's making sense in my head. but I'll Make sure it's coming out that way. You know, you may have to put on. You know, if you've got all kinds of major. Uh, siding in your uh, holes in your siding, and you've got water coming in every time it rains, you might have to replace that. That's one of those ones that that's not a repair or an upgrade, that's making sure you have a viably sustainable house. Um, so unfortunately, if you get caught with your pants down and you haven't replaced your roof in 45 years, you may be looking at that, but that's unfortunate. Years. That might be the unfortunate cost of doing business. It's the same thing if something, um, if something fails on the municipal requirements, I've had this happen before, too. Dive testing, occupancy permits, uh, cam- yeah, ladder camera like tests. That.
1: Yeah, stuff yeah, like that. We've, yeah, we've discussed that, too. Those are serious things that can, you know, there's safety involved
0: and all sorts of things like right. that. Right. If, if somebody cannot fl- safely flush their turds, they don't want your house. <laughs> Saying you have an upgraded sewer system. Of you know, all the
1: days to not have the sound effects ready to go. <laughs> I know, I know I, I feel
0: i I feel like saying that you have an upgraded sewer system is like, telling your blind date, you pooped before the date. It's like, congratulations. <laughs> you're just supposed to do that. Like, I hate to tell you that those, that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is, um, you know, refinishing the hardwood floors, just make the adjustment. That that's it. That's a big one. Uh, uh, um, refinishing the hardwood floors because people go, Oh, my hardwood floors are a mess. Leave it. Give them a credit. The other thing I talk about too, all the time is if your carpets in really, really rough shape, don't put down new carpet because you don't know if the people that buy it want carpet. They, they, yeah, or, we, or they might not, or you might put, put carpet on them and go, this
1: carpet's terrible.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. The, like yeah, it. It, that, that's that you're exactly correct. You know, don't or you know, they they may have wanted to put vinyl flooring and you put carpeting or vice versa. So yeah, don't do it. The old the, the furthest I ever went with the seller was. I had a about maybe about four years ago, I had an older home in Dormont and the carpets looked like they were on the front line of World War II. Huh. They were just atrocious. They were atrocious. My uh, sellers had said, hey, Jace, there's hardwood floors underneath this carpet. Should we rip up the carpet? I said, absolutely. It had nothing to do with the carpet versus hardwood debate. It had everything to do with the fact that the carpets were just in such atrocious shape. They were shape. really
1: detracting from like the aesthetics of the house. Yeah,
0: exactly. And yeah. and and it took the seller, and he did it himself. It took the seller one weekend to just rip up all the carpet. And oh, by the way, I also kept in the back of my mind, this particular house was in Dormont. For those of you who know anything about Dormont, Dormont is notorious like Cannonsburg for those older two and three story homes, you know, the old turn of the century, you know, big Victorian 2000 square feet all brick homes um, with the, fr- the big front porch and the big back porch that are both brick and undercover, beautiful homes. They're known to have hardwood floors. So that was the other reason I had to rip it out is because I knew I was in a neighborhood where when people look in that neighborhood, one of the things they look for is that character looking that you for find. That.
1: That, that's like on their mind
0: already. Exactly. So and that's why I works. did it. And, and and it cost them no money because all they had to do was rip it up. So yeah. Yeah, as
1: long as somebody hasn't glued the carpet to the freaking floor i've had uh, that's the problem i have in my house some of them came right up and some of them have glue on them so i have this ancient disgusting carpet down oh. that, like i i would just do myself but i know that it's going to require all kind of adhesive loosener and sanding and oh. finishing it's not going to be <clears throat> unfortunately so yes. anyway so what about uh if you say you have large items that you're going to take with you
0: wh- well, what do you do so this is another great point that i that that i've seen happen a couple of times so if you have any large items that you want to take with you i make the joke that if you have that like um that $40,000 you know crystal chandelier by ralph lauren that was flown in from paris that's been in a family heirloom since like the 1400s okay. <laughs> that's that's something that you definitely want to take with you i get it get it out of the house before you list it This is also a great time while you're doing your repairs and renovations to also address anything that you're going to take with you. If you're going to take TVs with you, I know you like it mounted on the wall, but maybe you need to get it off a mount and on a TV stand to show that it's going to be going with the house. You know, if you're taking certain certain lighting fixtures, here's why: when a buyer walks into the house what they see is what they want if you've already taken down the chandelier and put up some cheap 20 dollar piece of crap from from you know home depot that's what they see they're not going to care it's only after you go 3 days under contract Oh, by the way, we're taking this with us. And you're like, what? Because now all of a sudden the buyers feel rooked and cheated because it's like, wait a minute, we made an offer based on us getting some of these upgraded things. And now you're giving us the, the Ikea, you know, clearance rack.
1: So, so it's like not a good idea to, you know, put all kind of stuff in the house to make it, you know, more fancy. And then when they come get it, like, ha ha ha, you don't get yeah, that.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so take it out because, I, and actually I had this specific instance happen once I was selling the house in Bethel park and like, two days after the home or two days before the home inspection, the listing agent texts me and says, Hey, by the way, it wasn't a real expensive thing, but there's some type of like, um, I don't know what it was. Some type of connection to the front entryway light. I don't know if like a dead grandma or something bought it for them or whatever. Or it had been the family. They're like, they want to take that with them and, and put something else up in place of it. They said they'll put something equally as nice up, but the, you know, they're going to take care of it. I told my buyers and they're like, we didn't even pay attention. We we didn't even, we didn't. And then literally we went to the home inspection. We looked up and we all went at the same time. Was that the light that they had put in or is that the one they're replacing? Or, like we had no idea. Had they just done it before they listed the home, this wouldn't have even been an issue. Yeah. It wouldn't have been a blip on our radar, but now all of a sudden we're like, wait, is that coming out? Because then of course, what 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 is the buyer thinking? Oh, we don't care that it's being replaced. It's okay, that looks really, really clean. Is that the one that's coming out? Because if it is, I want to make sure that the new one's putting in, yeah, is it going to be like half That creates the more confusion
1: and going back and forth and making an yeah. a, a already complicated process even more
0: complicated. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and and I'll be very honest with you. Now, to be fair, that was, I think, a $200,000 or $250,000 home. I'll be very honest with you. This conversation that I'm having is more geared towards those of you who are in Um, a certain price range. Um, You know, I was touring a house, um, I think, was it in Nevillewood a couple of years ago, where they're like, uh, the only thing that's not staying is the, it was no joke, I think it was the bathroom vanity mirror in the master bathroom, because that particular mirror had been like molded from like some calf's but from France in like 1492. But no, literally it was like an import from France that they're like, yeah, this is going with us. That was in Neville Wood. And if you know of anything of Neville Wood, you know, Four hundred thousand, you know, you're living in the poorhouse. <laughs> it never would. Gotcha. That's a higher end community, but yeah. So that's usually something we come across. But nevertheless, if it's going with you, get it out ahead of time so buyers don't all of a sudden want it because they won't want it until they can't have it anymore. <laughs> kind of like, kind of like me when I when I started dating my beautiful wife. No other woman wanted me. <laughs> okay. Are there any other aesthetically
1: pleasing items that we should take care of? I love how you just I love
0: how you just glazed over the fact that you had a chance to just ream me a new one and you just no, like nope, we're just gonna move past no, that. Oh <laughs> no no.
1: <There's> no <laughs> you're feeling polite tonight, There's Lord, no <laughs> new ones to ream.
0: <laughs> all right so yes um aesthetically pleasing items uh, that should also be taken care of this is this actually kind of goes back to what we were talking about to earlier Lou, with the, the the painting this is the right before you're going to go on the market you know obviously make sure the painting and things like that are done but this is the you know make sure that you know, your house is at a comfortable temperature if you're not living in it, you know, make sure there's maybe like an air freshener that's plugged in, or maybe you have some deodorizing scents around the house. I mean, dear God, between like Glade and Tide, the amount of crap that's being sold as far as plug-ins and candles and things like that, just make sure you have some nice um, smells inside the house. Same thing with outside the house, part of that thousand dollars, you know, that we were talking about earlier can go towards things like, mulch, maybe some flowers, just trying to kind of tidy it up and just kind of really putting on, you know, that 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 bow on the 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 bow on the present. You okay. know, those little things that just kind of really give it the sense of home.
1: Cool. Wow. So uh we've I think we've probably pretty much covered it. So you have any sort of final thoughts, last minute advice?
0: Anything you forgot to mention? Yeah, I think I can tell you this much. Dollar for dollar You're not going to get back major repairs. That's the final thought I want to drive home. Dollar for dollar, you're not going to get your money back on major repairs. Not to mention, when you start looking at major renovations, you're getting into the art of flipping. You cannot flip your personal home. Flipping is a totally different business with a totally different mindset with investors that spend a lot of time in this world knowing how to flip homes professionally for a living they know how to do it cleanly and the right way but not going overboard on their products especially now when products are at a premium because i think everything is still stuck in the suez canal from 6 months ago um you know late labor now. and labor and product are at a premium i have i have i'm let me a quick story part of my final thoughts i have one client now that was supposed to list their house I think almost a year ago, I, we, we've been, we've been in talking for a year and I told her no more than a thousand dollars. And then it was the, well, we want to put new cabinets in. Well, we want to put this in. Well, now that we're painting, we want to do the flooring this and they've basically since flipped the house. And we're now a year later because everything they've ordered has been on back order. They They needed a new AC. They needed a new HVAC system. They needed this. They needed that. And then, oh, by the way, we didn't even get into the conversation of like, okay, the cabinets need to be put up uh and the countertops but you can't put the countertops so the cabins are in the cabins are delayed three weeks and well wait a minute we gotta put the flooring in first and it's just become a nightmare well that it's that happens
1: that happens sometimes with home re- uh, renovations anyways you, despite right. you know I, i've i've known friends that kind of do things and i like go over there i'm like what the hell's going on like, oh we're still waiting on you know it's, you know yeah <clears throat> so so that, that that can happen regardless um and let's just kind of have a positive attitude that by the time this actually airs, that, you know, things have loosened, that's loosened up a little bit. I'm just trying to have, yes. a, have, a, have a good. Yes. Um, I, I, I
0: agree. About. I agree. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, in, in the, in the words, in the words of Ralphie may in uh-huh. the infamous words of Ralphie may Uh-oh. when he was talking about, I think it was acid, a little dabble do you a little dabble do you. And that's how I feel about prepping your house for the spring or for the market spring market or not full disclosure, this is airing on March 11th. So we'll be in the height of the spring market at this point. You know, it's the little things that'll go the long way. Don't look about, don't look to majorly renovate your house. Just look at doing the little things. And also when in doubt, this is why I come by side note. This is why as a realtor, I like to have my first appointment be just touring the house and nothing else. Let's not talk price. Let's not talk comps, let's not talk paperwork, let's not talk anything else, let me just see the house because then my mind can be free and clear to offer the advice of, if you're unsure, ask your realtor. That's why you Imagine that. Asking your realtor.
1: <laughs> wow, and if I you don't have a about realtor.
0: <laughs> I'll let you segue that, Lou. And if you don't have a realtor. <laughs> then you might
1: want to talk to Jason. He is waiting to talk to you. Right now, he's sitting by the phone looking, going, when, is, when are you going to call me? Because I'm like, here. Uh, you can call or text Jason at 412-651-4638 uh, or email at jason.wilcox at pittsburghmoves.com. Uh, and like the sooner the better, because, you know, if if you do need a little time, to maybe, you know, get a few things gussied up around the house, he can come in, he can do that walkthrough and give you some good advice so you don't overdo it and you don't underdo it. You just do it exactly the way uh, you need to be done so that you don't end up uh, upside down when you go to sell and also so it's not so crappy that nobody even wants to walk in and take a look at it. He'll help you find that balance. So check him out. Jason Wilcox wants to be your real estate advisor. Give him a call. Once again, 412-651-4638. All right, guys. uh, Interesting podcast today. Uh, Very informative. Something that I think a lot of people are kind of like confused on. So this was uh, really educational. Thanks, Jason. And we'll see you all on the next Really Real Real Estate Podcast